And hi, this is Ian Hill from Judas Priest, and you're listening to Sonic Perspectives. Metal fans from all over the world rejoice. I am Rodrigo Altaf reporting for Sonic Perspectives and I have here on the line the bass player of one of the most iconic metal bands in history, Ian Hill of Judas Priest. Ian, how are you today, man? I'm just great, thanks a lot. Yeah, thanks, thanks for asking. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for talking uh, to us today. How are the preparations for the upcoming dates in North America? Uh, they go really well, thanks, yeah. Um, I'm in my own studio at home at the moment, just going through some of the songs that we're going to be playing. Mm. Um, and we, uh, we've got a bit of time put aside before the tour as well, so we get together as a band and um, you know, kick all the new songs that we've been learning around and see which ones we're going to uh, fit into the set. Alright, and there's been talk of you guys playing some very deep cuts on this tour, right? Uh, is there a song in particular that you're looking forward to playing? Oh, there's, there's a whole load of them. Um, <laughs> there's stuff we haven't played for a long time, some, some more stuff off the new record as well. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty much looking forward to playing. Well, I, I hope we can fit them all in, you know. We've, we've got about oh, 10, 11 new songs here mm -hmm. that we've all been going through at home, you know. I'm just hoping we can get them all in, you know, so it'll be a, a you know a fresh experience for everyone because we've already been around America twice, you know, so we've uh, right, yeah, we've really shot the set up a bit and uh, just to make it like I say, make it a new experience for everyone. Yeah, uh, the production's going to be different too, you know, so um, it will be something very new. All right, and uh, for me, it's amazing that Firepower is such a solid album at this stage in your careers. Uh, the songs you play live from that album fit like a glove with the older material, right? Oh, it does. It fits right in, yeah. Yeah. Um, it, it was, uh, <laughs> yeah, it, 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 it's, it's a very strong album. I remember, you know, when I first heard the uh, the rough demos, you know, that I got off of Glenn and Richie and, and Rob, you know, they they sent rough demos through to Scott and myself. Right. So we put our parts to them, you know, and I said, as soon as I heard the very, very rough demos, yeah. I thought to myself, geez, you know, this is going to be a strong album, you know. Yeah. So, um, it turned out that way together with a great, yeah. Great production team, you know. Right. Uh, and will Glenn be traveling with the band this time around as well? Uh, and how's his health doing overall? Uh, well, he's, he's about as good as you can expect, really, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, the trouble with Parkinson's is, at the moment at least, it's a, it's, it's incurable, you know. And it's, yeah. it's terrible, although treatments are coming through all the time. New treatments are coming through to, to control it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and as far as the tour goes, um, Glenn will come out when when he can, when he's feeling fit enough, you know. Um, I, I can't say for certain. I don't want anybody go out buying a ticket on the strength of me saying he's going to show up. Yeah. Because uh, odds on, he, he, he might not be able to, you know. Mm -hmm. So um, he, he will when he can. He'll come, he'll come and, and uh, play, play some of the some of the encores, maybe, you know. I see. I can't promise anything, I'm, I'm, I'm afraid. All right. And uh, while well, you have Andy Sneap filling in for him, uh, what's the plan for Andy's role in the band? Uh, are there talks right now of making him a permanent member at some point and have him and Glenn contributing as well? Uh, it's, it's early days at the moment. Uh, uh -huh. He's done great, great work, Andy has, you know. 
Yeah. Um, but his first calling is, is obviously he's a producer, you know. Mm-hmm. And I know he's put several projects, you know, on the back burner while he's been uh, filling in for Glenn on, on this tour. Um, and obviously he's going to have to fit those in sooner or later. But I think uh, for the most part, it's up to him, really, whether he, he, um, he, he can afford the time. Um, like I say, uh, I mean, how many years have we got left? <laughs> <laughs> you know, his, his time as a producer, you know, is endless. So um, I'm sure he'll make a decision when the time comes. Um, we'd love for him to carry on, you know. I see. But, uh, like I say, it, it, it'll, be, it'll be very much up to him. He, he, he jumped into the role, you know, he really did. Um, he had, I think, two, three weeks, that's all, to get a complete sort of stage sets worth of uh, songs together. Mm-hmm. Uh, he pulled the rabbit out of the hat there, you know. He, he did a tremendous job. And he's been doing uh, doing really well, you know, for the, for the last year, really. Indeed, yeah. And uh, yeah. he's going to be filling in again on this uh, on this upcoming US leg. I see. And, uh, and then we'll take it from there, you know. We'll, we'll, we'll sit down, have a talk, and, and see what he wants to do. I see, I see. And looking back on such a lengthy career, uh, you're the only guy from the original lineup. Do you find that your role in the band has changed through the years? Uh, meaning, do you have more of a say in the decisions now than before, or not? No, 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 not, not at all. We've, we've always been a, a very democratic band. Mm-hmm. Um, ideas come forward from all of us, you know, to, to do one thing or another. And we sit down and, and, uh, and discuss them, you know. And um, if, if somebody's very, very adamant they want to do something or they don't want to do something, you know, obviously we'll, we'll go along with what they think, but generally, you know, we'll have a, a majority vote and that'll be it. Okay. And, um, but no, my, my role hasn't changed, not at all, you know. All right. And I'm curious as to why you never released albums with other bands or any side projects. Did you ever feel the need to branch out and maybe play like other styles of music? Uh, I didn't really, <laughs> no. Uh, if, if I did, I, I don't know, it'd probably, it, I'd probably go back to my roots and, and play some blues or something, you know, because okay. that's what I was brought up on. Um, so if, if I ever, you know, feel inclined to do anything like that, I'll probably just put it little blues combo together or something like that and go and have a bit of fun <laughs> all right <laughs> i'd love to hear that man eventually <laughs> you never know <laughs> yeah yeah you never know uh and uh, in one of the north american legs you had saxon and black star riders that support acts um, the next one you had deep purple in a co-headlining tour and the temperance movement and now you're bringing uriah heap right that's right, yeah. Yeah. So I need to ask you, because this would be my particular dream lineup, what would it take to have Priest, Maiden, and Saxon on the same bill? Uh, probably divine intervention. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it'd be great, you know. It really would be great um, to, to get a bill like that together. Yeah. Whether um, we've all got time, time left enough, I don't know. But um, it really would. It, it, it'd be absolutely tremendous to see... Uh, you know, three iconic British bands like that touring, um, well, touring whatever, you know. Yeah. Um, it, it's something that, that's been talked about, oh, for, for a long, long time now. Yeah. And uh, we've never had the chance, you know, we've been doing things and they haven't and vice versa. Um, but whether it'll ever, ever come, come about, I don't know. Uh, part of me thinks I, I hope it will, you know. Yeah. I'd like to say. It's probably uh, time to, to realise that, you know. Yeah. 
I hope the stars eventually align and this happens, man. I hope so. Yeah, yeah. you never know. Yeah. And, uh, well, you probably have so many memories of such amazing crowds. Uh, Donington, Rock and Rio. Would you be able to pick a favorite show or, like, the highest point in your career at this stage? Oh, it's a tough call, you know. I mean, uh, we, we played some immense shows. I mean, we played the the US Festival in California back in uh, 1983, you know, and there's about right. 350,000 people showed up, and that was absolutely immense. Um, you know, and then, of course, there's the Live Aid thing that we did in, in Philly. Mm -hmm. um, but, but on the other hand, you know, we also like to get in the smaller places, you know, and get it close with the fans, which is, you know, what, what we're doing on this leg, basically. Get around into the smaller theatres and, um, uh, and, like I say, get close to the fans and get that energy from them and everything, you know, we're really looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, 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 uh, but any one high point, it's, uh, I don't know, it's, it's a tough call, really, after nearly 50 years. Okay, okay. Uh, and is there any album, any particular album in your discography that you look back on and think uh, it could have come out differently? Uh, it, that's another difficult one. The, the thing is that going back that far, if only we'd have done this and only we'd have done that, you, you'd yeah. never know how it would have turned out, yeah. if you know what I mean. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, unless you've got some kind of time machine, you can go out and try it. Yeah. Um, but obviously, things like um, our first album, uh, Rock and Roller, that would have been, uh, it could have been mixed better, put it like that. Uh -huh. It could have been produced better. Uh, that, that's a regret. Uh, other albums, uh, we're pretty much responsible for those anyway, you know. Yeah. Um, but there's, there's always things where you can say, you know, like I say, you know, if only you would have done it a little bit differently. Mm -hmm. You never know if you would have played or not, really. So, yeah. No regrets. Yeah, I see. And uh, how would you compare yourself to other contemporaries uh, like Steve Harris, Geddy Lee, Chris Squire? Do you think about music in those terms as a competition or not really? No, not, not at all. You know, <laughs> I mean, we, we do what, uh, what we feel, what, what comes from, from ourselves. Uh, we've been very, very lucky in as much as our fans always enjoyed that, you know. Uh -huh. um, but I don't look at other bass players and think, oh no, Fipinek, he's playing this quicker than me, or he's playing a different scale or whatever. Never thought of that, you know. I, I, I do what I do. Um, I do what I think is necessary for the song, uh, and go from there, you know. I see. I mean, otherwise, everybody'd end up being in a jazz band, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> right. And, uh, well, this upcoming tour is the third North American leg, and you probably have some rescheduled dates touring with Ozzy soon. Can we expect a follow up to Firepower being recorded this year still, or? Is that already being discussed or not? Oh, I don't know, but um, yeah, that's very much on the cards. We're already discussing that. Mm -hmm. um, if I know Glenn, he's already sitting at home, you know, knocking the riffs and the chord sequences out. <laughs> we might get back to, 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 to an album's worth of material. Really? <laughs> yeah, there's, there's, some, there's some ideas that weren't used on the last record as well, very strong ideas that we never got around to completing, you know. All right. Uh, so, so it's very much on the cards. When that will happen, I don't know. We've got... Um, obviously we've got this leg to come uh, and as you mentioned we've got uh, rearranged sh uh, shows with Aussie coming up now rearranged for February uh, we're hoping that's going to happen yeah but next year's going to be uh, sort of 50 year celebration 
Um, All right. So probably sometime after that, maybe. Or maybe we'll see, you know. We'll see when we, when we can get our heads down to it. Okay. Well, Ian, thank you so much for your time. I think we're reaching our deadline here. But uh, thank you so much. Enjoy the tour. And uh, I wish you a great tour ahead. And looking forward to catching up with you when you play around my neck of the woods. Okay. Thanks, Rodrigo. Thank you so much. Appreciate that. Thank you very much, mate. Take care. Bye. Bye. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this interview with Ian Hill, bass player of the heavy metal legends Judas Priest. This interview is brought to you by the Hard Rock Live Event Center at the Seminoles Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Hollywood, Florida, where Judas Priest will be kicking off their Firepower 2019 tour next Friday, May 3rd at 8 a.m. with Uriah Heep as special guests. Tickets for what promises to be a great night of metal are still available, and you can check out the links below for more information. Once again, I'm Rodrigo Altaf, broadcasting from Toronto, Canada, and I also invite you to follow us on the usual social media channels, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. I'm gonna leave you now with the title track of Judas Priest's latest album, Firepower. Take care and rock on. (laughs) 